0: Doricus is proudly in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, committed to bringing literacy to all. To learn more or to find ways to support, please visit ALNF.org. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, water, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging.
1: Welcome to Season 2 of Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music, and sound. We have so many wonderful kids and stories awaiting you this season, along with some incredible Australian personalities who've lent their voices and hearts to flesh out the tales. I'm Verity, and like many of you this year, my life has been turned upside down by the coronavirus. For most of the recording of this season, I was in Sydney. My co-host Amelia and our sound designer Russell were in serious lockdown in Melbourne, and our authors and narrators were in all different parts of the country. We had to get creative with recording equipment and use software like Zoom to talk to each other while we were all stuck inside. But we certainly didn't let it stop us. To kick off this season, we have a wonderful outback adventure. Our young writer is Paige, whose family is from Jarroware country. Paige wrote the story in Geelong, which is Weatheron country, Paige loves spending time in nature and was inspired to write a story all about the animals living there for her younger cousins. Let's hand over to Amelia, who chats with Paige all about her inspiration for the story.
0: I'm Paige and I'm 14 years old. So
2: tell me, where did you get your idea for this story?
0: Um, well, I wanted to write a story that incorporated like the nature Australian native wildlife and all that Mm -hmm. and so I just kind of did a bit of brainstorming got my ideas down the kind of plots and storylines I could do.
2: Why was it important for you to have a story about sort of native Australian flora and fauna?
0: Yeah well I really enjoyed the outdoors and it's you know it's a part of my heritage and so I really wanted to write a story that was not only close to me but close to my culture as well. How did you find these characters what what came to you first? Well it was was, I wanted to have like lots of unique characters with unique personalities and so I started with Kai who I wanted to be like this helpful just like handy kind of cool guy and then I was like, Walter the Wombat, I wanted him to be like an old kind of slow guy because, you know, wombats are all big and like slow. And then Clary the Cockatoo, he was going to be like all energetic. So there was like this slow wombat and this energetic cockatoo that were trying to help Kai. <laughs> and then Karen, Karen did not was just, I was like, you know, They've got the the Karens on the TV at the moment. And I'm like, why not make an annoying character called Karen? And I needed the package to get to Kai somehow. So I thought, why not make Karen the kangaroo? Do
2: you feel sorry for Karens at all in any... Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I know a really nice Karen, my auntie. And and I'm like, oh. Like, because everybody's like, oh, Karens are so annoying. And she's actually really nice.
2: Tell me about the setting. Where do you see this occurring? Obviously, no, it's in the bush well, somewhere, but anywhere yeah. specific?
0: Yeah. Well, um, I really wanted it to be in like the high country, kind of bushy areas, like particularly somewhere like Black Mountain, where I go camping a lot, and I have relatives there. And actually, this year it was really affected by the bushfires, and so I thought it would be nice to set it there, just because it used to be so green and beautiful. And I wanted to be able to represent that in a story, even though it's not looking that great right
2: now. What does it look like for those of us who have been to the high country? What's special
0: about it? There's lots of like um, thick woods and trees and lots of bushes and plants. And particularly the rivers, there's falls and stuff, like beautiful, long flowing rivers where I go. And it's just a really nice place. And you can feel really at one with nature there
2: in this setting this beautiful place that you've been to the high country uh -hmm. have you ever seen any of these animals wandering around
0: uh I know there were a lot of koalas up there and sometimes we see wombats along the side of the road I haven't seen platypi but apparently we they live up there I did some research and they're supposed to be there um cockatoos there are lots of birds there but I didn't actually confirm that cockatoos were there <laughs> so that might not be exactly correct
2: I love that you did research just to make sure that the, all of those animals featured in that spot I can yeah I can I can see that that's going to be really um, important for people to hear that you um, you can do research and learn things about what you're going to write about before you start just to make sure it's accurate did you make any allowances for the fact that this is going to be a listened to by mostly primary school aged kids?
0: Yeah, uh, while I was writing it, I was definitely thinking about my younger cousins who are in primary school. They really love reading books about animals, and so I just thought about what they'd want to read and put that into the story a bit. Tell me, how, you, how do you feel when you're reading? Um, Well, I mean, when I get into a good book, I can get really immersed into it and like really committed to the story. Sometimes I'll just stay up late because I'm like, I have to find out what happens Mm. and I can I like it when I can feel a connection to the characters and I'm like oh well I can relate to this person that's pretty cool I find writing is a real creative outlet and I can just go wild I really like in creating characters and their own like worlds and everything I also find myself like if I'm very committed to a story I'm writing I'll start drawing the scenes and the characters so that I can get a better idea of how I want something to look and how I want to describe it in my story
1: creating the cacophony of sounds of the Australian bush with just her voice is singer-songwriter and actor Casey Donovan narrating The Missing Package written by Paige
3: One quiet morning in the hot Australian summer, Kai the koala was awakened by a loud thump at the bottom of his gum tree. "'What's that?' he groaned, opening one eye sleepily to look down below. Standing at the bottom of the trunk was Karen the cranky kangaroo with a mysterious package. "'Some bonehead gave me this package to deliver,' she replied in a huff. "'But is it even for me?' Kai asked. "'It's yours now!' Karen remarked and then proceeded to hop off without looking back. Kai was confused. Karen wasn't known to be one of many words, but she could have at least told him who the package was for. Now he had to creep down the trunk to have a look himself. Kai picked up the box with his furry paws to examine the writing, but it was smudged! "'Oh no!' he cried. "'How will I know whose package this is?' Just in time, Walter the Wombat wandered past. "'What's the matter, Kai?' he asked. "'I've a package, but I don't know who it belongs to,' he responded. "'Have you tried shaking it?' Walter suggested. "'No, I haven't.' Kai gave it a shake and some things moved inside the box. "'Well, that didn't do much,' Walter stated. "'Maybe opening it would be easier.' Good idea, Walter, but my claws aren't long enough. Mine aren't either, said Walter. Maybe Clary the cockatoo can open it with his beak instead, he suggested. Kai agreed, and so they both called to Clary. Cuckoo! 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 Calm down! I'm coming! Clary croaked, swooping down from the sky, landing in between Kai and Walter? What do you want, he asked, cocking his head. We need help opening this package, Kai explained. Mmm, easy peasy, said Clary, sticking his beak into the package. There was a loud pop. What was that, screeched Walter. I hit something, Clary cried. Oh no, don't tell me we broke something, Kai exclaimed. Mmm, not. Clary said, removing his beak from inside the package, ''It'll be fine, and I think I've figured out who this belongs to.'' ''Really?'' Kai and Walter said in unison. ''Yeah, look inside. These are water floaties, and you know who's teaching her babies to swim right now.'' Clary didn't wait for a response. He just answered his own question. ''Patricia, the platypus!'' he exclaimed. ''We'll head over there, then,'' said Walter.'' And so Kai, Walter and Clary went to the billabong where Patricia was playing in the water with her two children, Petra and Pedro. Hello! Petra and Pedro chimed. Oh, thank goodness! Their mother Patricia exclaimed. The floaties have arrived! Kai, Walter and Clary chuckled nervously. Hm- about that, started Kai, but he was cut off by Clary. Yes! We've got your floaties, but. "'Unfortunately, they popped when we were opening the box,' he explained. "'Oh, Oh, no! no!' both the platypus children cried. "'How will we learn to swim?' "'This was a good question,' everyone thought for a minute. "'What were they going to do without the floaties?' "'Walter piped up. "'I've got an idea. "'We can teach them to swim instead!' All the animals nodded and agreed. So Kai, Walter and Clary went down into the water and spent the rest of the day teaching Petra and Pedro how to swim.
2: That's the end of our time for now in the Australian bush. Can you think of a conversation between some familiar animals? What would they talk about? Do they get along? Next week, Jacinta Franklin and our young writer, Bethany, take us on a journey via a portal to a strange future. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo, and Verity Hunt-Ballard in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. It's produced by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to Casey Donovan, our effervescent author page, and to Kylie Brown and Kylie Pretty at Sacred Heart College in Geelong. Until next week, thanks for listening and remember... There are so many ways to be a story kid. Story.